Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Welcome to the last episode for this very unique year that people call 2020. (laughs) In this week's episode, we're going to have a relatively candid conversation about how 2020 has gone in my life uh, and the three aspects of my life, which is my family, my practice, and our education business. And we're going to talk about some of the wins, some of the misses, and all the things going on there. But before we get to this week's episode, let's turn it over to Meredith and hear what she has to say from our number one sponsor, 3D Dentists. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our last episode. Um, I just wanted to remind everyone that we do have, thanks to 2020, we'll be talking about this, um, online courses that are on demand. You can access for 180 days anytime you'd like. And then when you're ready, we have live patient implant programs uh, down in our training center in Raleigh. So we'd love to have you whenever Good. you're ready to place implants. Wow. Short and sweet today, mm-hmm. Meredith. I'm ready uh, to get started. 2020 has been interesting. It has been. Listen, a lot of people are going to talk about how they want the year to be over. Yeah. And, how I, and quite frankly, I think that's wishful thinking to think that just because it goes from being 2020 to 2021, uh, that things are going to dramatically change. Unfortunately, I think... Uh, uh, our pandemic is still with us for several more months. Yeah, I was excited for it to end, but now that it's ending and I'm realizing that the pandemic's not ending with it, <laughs> I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> Let's yeah. get this over with first. Yeah, so, so we can start. So, fresh. what do you want to talk about first today? Let's talk about the office. Oh, okay. Let's talk about the office. Let's talk about the office. So, we were closed. You know, from, I'm almost 20 years in practice. I know, next week. Yeah. Well, January, that, right? Beginning of January. I don't know if it was January 1, yeah. like in real life. <laughs> we, like, I think we have it on the calendar as like January. the 4th. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. So, yeah. So, um, we were closed just like most offices from March 15th. You didn't go back till June. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to wrap that into things. But at the beginning of 2020, you set some goals that mm-hmm. you wanted right. to hit. So obviously it's not a year that most people are hitting goals and yeah. doing big things. Um, they're kind of just trying to keep up. Yeah. I think, well, I think there's an important thing that you kind of mentioned. A lot of people think of goals and typically they think of hitting goals as a monetary number. Right. And so I think a lot of what we're going to talk about from the practice is non-monetary stuff. Right. Now they relate to money at the end, yeah. 
but I think, uh, you know, off the top of my head, the first thing that sticks out was uh, I wanted 2020 to be the last year that I, as one of the practice uh, providers in the practice and the owner, wanted to be in network with insurance companies. And uh, we didn't quite make Get it. There. Right. So uh, I think uh, moving, so 2019 was a big year and that I dropped MetLife. Yep. Well, two th- we dropped it at the end of 2018 for the year 2019. 2019. Um, and uh, it, it went it, pretty well. It went great. Yeah. yeah I would. I would argue that it went fine. Yeah. You know, I don't know the difference. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, well, you so. also didn't talk to the patients yeah. that did notice, <laughs> right, right. but it wasn't too bad. It yeah, was, it was much better than we expected. Yeah. So, so that gave me hope. Yes. Okay. So, um, uh, so on my end at the beginning of this year, I was still in network with six insurance companies. Mm-hmm. I was in network with Emeritus, Aetna, Guardian, Delta, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Cigna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, by the end of 2020, I'll only be in network with uh, Delta, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Cigna. So yeah. we will have dropped Aetna, Emeritus, and Guardian. And with the Aetna Emeritus thing, if I, I don't know the exact details, but I think one of those is an umbrella plan right. where it includes lots of plans underneath it. That so, are like government-based plans. Or I, don't, I have no earthly yeah. idea. Um, and then so the goal now for 2021 is going to be to get rid of Delta and Cigna. Um, so I can, I can personally, again, I want our listeners, I want you listening to understand, uh, as you've heard me say many times, I am an advocate that insurance can be can work in a dental practice that it's not purely evil like many people. They are evil, but it's not purely evil. Uh, So I want to reiterate that we are a multi-doctor practice and that my goal as the quote-unquote specialty person within the practice is not in network. So my goal for 2021 is to be out of network with everything, but unfortunately I will not be able to drop Blue Cross Blue Shield because of how important the medical Medical is to our sleep apnea. And in North Carolina, if you're in network with medical Blue Cross Blue Shield, you're forced in network with dental Dental. Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, So so that I, I, I would like to think given... The, the overall circumstances. Sec- circumstances that still dropping half the insurance companies right. for me was a win. Yeah. Okay. And then I think, I think, especially, I think a big win was making the decision to drop MetLife for the whole practice. Uh, again, when I say drop it, we still will take MetLife. Right. We just won't Out be, we won't be an in network provider. Yeah. And I think, um, I think having that experience of having dropped it. Me personally in 2019 and not seeing as big of a hit as I anticipated or uh, or feared uh, gives me confidence moving forward. Now, I do think it'll be a bigger hit because one thing, they could still see us and we still were in network, but now we won't be. Uh, but I think that'll be a big win for us to drop MetLife because uh, their pay structure here in North Carolina is pretty crappy. Yeah. So I would say that where we've gotten with the out of network leads into the next thing, but it especially has been pretty good considering throughout COVID we lost quite a few team members, yeah. just like I think a lot of people did um, with kids going back, kids being out of school, right. people being scared to come back, um, getting other jobs during the pandemic. So we essentially had an entire new front office changeover, including an office manager. So that is a big change. So to be able to still get things done, I think, and train, you know, all new people up front, I think is, I would consider that a pretty big win. Well, my argument would be that's probably why, 
partly why we got some things done yeah. to a certain degree. Um, I'll take one exception to something you said is I don't think we lost people. We lost one because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, but we have three new team members in the practice uh, and we lost one because of COVID. We had already let go of someone earlier and then, uh, you know, we lost one during COVID and then we added mm-hmm. a new team member uh, to so to make an overall add to the practice. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think um, there's some positives there. I think... Um, one is, uh, in the past, I have always been a big advocate of hiring for attitude and then maybe getting them trained. And what I found is that that doesn't always necessarily hold true. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, late 2019, early 2020 really bore that out, that having two inexperienced people at the front, good people. Right. But two inexperienced people at the front without a great, strong structure to support them yeah. uh, really didn't work well. It was uh, uh, it just wasn't fair to them to a certain right. degree. So instead, we made the decision to look for uh, people with. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Good attitudes and experience. Yeah, I was going to say, not just (laughs) my experience, my my past experience with people with lots of experience has not been good either. Uh, So they come with a lot of baggage sometimes. sometimes. Uh, So, yeah, so I think that's worked out very well. I think we found good fits. I think uh, the addition of Dory has been fantastic. Uh, The addition of Crystal has been fantastic. Uh, The addition of Kelsey has been uh, very fantastic as well. I think they all fit. It's very interesting. They, They fit a very specific role within the practice but yet they do that's a good word they do kind of mesh together very well and i think another thing on this is we didn't just have three new people we also had one transfer yeah in the sense that we took someone from the front we took michelle uh, from a front office role and moved her into a clinical role and Mm -hmm. part of that was uh 
for honestly, she's always wanted to, as she's at least she's told me that she's always wanted to be a more clinically oriented person. Yeah. And so we, we gave the opportunity for that. And we'll talk about, uh, how that's helped with orthodontics in the practice, um, uh, a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, the team change, that was probably a big one, but it, um, it led to, I think, I think it really motivated everyone because we're bringing in new people with good ideas, um, really motivating people. And I think that really helped us implement Slack, get Mm -hmm. Slack going. It was, it was kind of a time of change. So we started Slack this year and I mean, everybody, how much did everyone hate the word Slack? We've always been pretty good with communication. Um, we've always had text groups. Mm -hmm. We've always worn two way radios, been able to talk to each other throughout the day, but especially during COVID, um, being able to just post something daily, I think kept everyone yeah. in touch. So I would say Slack goes further than just being able to post your daily yeah. score, which is a huge thing. Yeah. So I think it's interesting you mentioned Slack, um, because it kind of goes into the next part yeah. about where we're talking about knowing the score. Uh, I will, I'll say that for those of you that, for you listening, if you don't know what Slack is, Slack is basically a communication messaging app. You just go to Slack just Google Slack yeah. and they have a little app. It's an app. Yeah. <laughs> it's an app and, and it's also on the desktop as well, but it's a way for us to communicate with our team members. But I would, uh, what, what stuck out to me, what just came in my mind was Slack is no different than anything else we've implemented over time in the past is the first three to six months. It's like, why are we doing this? this Everyone's like, oh, I hate Slack. If I have I, to hear Slack, well, they're going to turn Slack into a drinking game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, or people didn't see the benefit of <laughs> right, it. Right. Like this is stupid. And so too often we quit before we get to the point where we really understand right. or see the benefit of it. Yeah. And Slack is a great example. It's simple. It's free. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, but it's a great example of that where we stuck it out through that six month tough yeah. period and now coming out coming out nine or ten eleven months into it i would argue that almost every day we have some level of communication and accountability sure. with team members and an ability <laughs> and the other thing i like about it because we you're right we did have the text chain but slack gives us the ability to communicate to each, each other individually privately mm-hmm. it also gives us a historical you know the because we had that happen during covid where mm-hmm. there was some question question about some office uh, uh, policy, and I was thought I was pretty clear that I had put it out there, and then so we had that we had the, to refer to we had the refer to in the Slack. Everyone uh, would have deleted the text message chains right. by then. Well, certainly, I would have. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I delete. And that means later. we can include, even though we don't like them, Droid users. I'm right, just kidding. <laughs> exactly. We don't like Droid users. So yeah, so so I think uh, overall team bonding, team communication, for sure, uh, dealing with team turnover uh, it's always hard yeah um, but uh, it's always important and you know I would love to say that this is my perfect team but I don't think such a thing exists we will probably have team change in 2021 in fact I know we will have team change in 2021 in the sense that we have to add yeah, you and know, pregnancies. Yeah, well, any your, number of things. Know, I'm not even worried about the existing people. Things that happen people. when you have uh, a bunch of women. Yeah, I'm not you. even worried about the existing people. I'm just saying team change. You know, right. I, 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 those of you that have listened to me for a long time, I've always said that your team should be consistently changing. And growing. And, and, and growth is part of that right. change. So anytime you add somebody, uh, that's team change. So I know for a fact uh, that 2021 will be a very bad year if we don't have any team change in our practice. Yes. And um, 
the team change and knowing this, that kind of the slack kind of goes into mm-hmm. knowing the score, score yeah. which is one thing that has been, I think we were talking about huge for the office is everyone knowing the mm-hmm. score, not just you, not just the front. Yeah. Um, the clinical team being responsible for knowing where they're at. I, one thing that always stuck in my mind when you would say when we had monthly meetings is if you don't check your numbers until the day of the monthly meeting, then what can you do? There's nothing you can do about yeah, it. It's if too you're late. Not, yeah, it's too late. The number is the number. If you're not consistently checking it throughout the month, realizing, oh, I'm ahead or I'm behind or I'm right where I should be, then there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So knowing by posting every day, people post in Slack their score, whether it's a number, whether it's a monetary value. um, Whether it's how many implants we've done, how many sleep devices we've done. Yeah. Yeah. So whether it's their goal or it's a money value or it's uh, treatment presented Mm -hmm. versus accepted, everyone posts where they're at and it keeps them accountable. Yeah. And it also lets everyone else know. Yeah. And I think it also keeps, uh, it helps motivate others. Yeah. Like, oh my God, how come I'm the only one that doesn't report something right. or whatever it may be? And, you know, I've, I've always talked about having a scoreboard and knowing the score as being yeah. so important. You know, you can't win a game. You can't run anything if you don't know kind of yeah. where you stand. And uh, I, I'll argue that we've always known our production and collections numbers right. at the end of the month. At the end of the month. Right. Or the um, next month for the month prior. <laughs> yeah. Depending or, yeah. on how bad it got. But I would argue that also establishing or get, establishing and implementing knowing the score on on an individual department basis. Yeah. And, and walking through the goal, like the exercise we had at the beach house in September, yep. uh, when we walked through, like, this is what, this is what you as a hygienist, let's just use Jesse as an example, you have to produce. And when we gave her that number, her immediate was reaction was, was, was I, no, there's no, no way. way. Right. And then, then walking through that. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's one of the big things about goals, which we do in the mastermind speak yeah. plug. If you are a young dentist yes. <laughs> looking to uh, accelerate your trajectory of your practice career, uh, strongly consider the millennial mastermind with myself and uh, Sully Sullivan. Uh, it will really change the way you practice dentistry. But goal setting is that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to me, when we go through this and the mastermind is we don't just say, hey, I need to do 1200 a day. Right. We got to say, here's where we're at. Here's the gap. How do we get the gap without seeing more patients? You know, what are our options? What are the opportunities? Have it a two-way conversation. And they still left saying, okay, it's possible, but I don't believe it. But I would say that at least four out of five days, uh, they're hitting that number. Yeah. And I would say when we were, I was going to say when we were down at the beach, mm-hmm. that's, this was our 2021 planning. Right. This was our annual pa- planning meeting, right? You can't wait until December to plan for yeah, 2021. So this September. was se- early Labor Day sept- weekend. Yeah. The weekend. Yeah. Right after Labor yeah. Day. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't the weekend. It was actually during the week. <laughs> um, so we said that we can't wait until 2021 to make these changes, but this is what we want for 2021. We want everyone to be able to post their score every single day. And honestly, it happened a lot faster than we anticipated. I think, I don't think this was a, this was by 2021. We want everyone to know their score, know where they're at and be able to post about it and know what it means. And I feel like that that's a big win because I feel like we're there. Yeah. You know, so for me, um, my argument is I don't think it went faster. It just, we got there. Yeah. Right. And, and the important part of doing it in September. So our goals for 2021, we started implementing in September. Q4 was our test, our launching period. 
Yeah. To so that we're hitting the ground running in 2021 right. with with all of these things going. So, uh, yeah. So you know, I think um, just to kind of wrap it up on this, um, you know, on the knowing the score, we have a scoreboard in the sterilization. Mm-hmm. We got a scoreboard scoreboard in my room, so I can see it because I don't yeah. go in sterilization very much. Yeah. Uh, I love walking through and seeing that. For example, we hit my implant goal last week for the whole month. Right. You know, we hit our ortho goal already. Uh, we're on track to hit our sleep goal. You yeah. know. Seeing those things are super important. I'm not super focused on the dollar amount. I think it's a byproduct of everything else. Uh, having team with their numbers ready for monthly meeting, mm-hmm. having team knowing the numbers along the way and what that means and how that affects them and how that affects everybody else has been uh, a good, a good change, a good, a good win for the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think overall, I think we're good. I think to kind of move this forward a little bit. Uh, some some wins because most practices just ours is no different uh there's a lot not a lot of wins monetarily right. from the year 2020 okay right. it's, it's just been a, a different year and for us uh i went from working 21 hours a week to 15 hours a week so certainly that affects everything that'll uh, be part of our personal yeah changes. absolutely <laughs> um, but also affects the office one area that we did, uh, or we haven't yet, but we will, uh, we're recording this a couple of weeks in advance, so we'll get, we'll, we'll hit it, is we'll hit our sleep apnea number for the year. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that does coincide the fact that Liz didn't shut down during COVID. Right. You know, yeah, so it's, we a saw, medical... it's a medical thing and, uh-huh. and the, the, the sleep practices we're referring. And uh, so we, we were, frankly, I was afraid to lose the business. So yeah. <laughs> we can kept coming in uh some areas where where liz can do better or sleep department can do better and i have to stop referring to it as just liz because i, I think was gonna say. i think by next year it'll be a little bit more than that a team uh, a is, team in our sleep yeah, department is yeah. uh we can do better on our follow-up with three-year recalls mm-hmm. i think um uh for those of you that don't know with sleep apnea you can uh in, most insurances will pay for a new device every three years roughly uh so follow up with that and then uh, another win for us is getting orthodontics back on track. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that transfer of moving Michelle from the front to the back, giving it uh, some excitement, mm-hmm. uh, kind of putting a little pressure on her. Yeah. You know, not in a bad way, but, you know. She, but yeah, having someone yeah. who's a champion, who's accountable yeah. for it and can keep that momentum it, going. Right. And uh, so... And so that ortho is 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 back on track. Yeah. I mean, so, six months ago we would have said ortho would have been a loss for the year. Yeah, and I think now it's turned around and become yeah. a win. So yeah. So and and so Michelle's job is to keep the momentum yeah. uh, in moving into twenty twenty one. So mm-hmm. I think that's All enough right. on the practice. That's a wrap up for yeah. the office. Yeah. yeah. So three D. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about three D. Um, it was different. Yeah. It's not what we expected, right? We had all these big plans. For yeah. implementing new courses, um, traveling, taking a lot of our courses on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, we were hoping to be all these places and all those places got shut down before us. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I certainly COVID affected our practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in retrospect, a lot of dentists will say COVID didn't crush their practice. Right. And certainly listeners to this podcast will probably say that. Yes. But I think one area uh, that COVID did crush is... Uh, the CE market. Right. And uh, that's because so, it requires travel. Yeah. CE t- typically requires travel, mm-hmm. it requires gathering. Gathering. It of requires, people you're not working with every right. day. And, uh, and, and also, 
it requires taking team members, at least with 3D dentists. Yeah. And not all team members are comfortable. Right. And uh, so many things can change. So yeah. I think overall, how many courses did we end up canceling? 13 canceled yeah. that weren't live streamed. Yeah. So 13 courses that we were scheduled to mm-hmm. uh, got canceled this year. So, um, but yeah. out of this right, is the positive is that we've pivoted to virtual. Yeah. And I've, I've internally... Uh, always talked about having wanting to put our classes online, but being forced to do it <laughs> was a little different, right? You know, Pressure. Think, yeah, you know. Well, I think it goes back to something that I've I've talked about in the past, where no one needs change. Right. We need disruption. It was working. It's we need disruption. Right. And COVID was the disruption where we're like, okay, we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know how this is going to affect our business. We the the disruption. It's the heart attack. It's the right. stroke that w- that really moves us to make a meaningful change. And we pivoted to virtual. We spent a weekend recording our sleep class. We spent a weekend recording our case acceptance program. We spent a weekend re- recording our soon to be released orthodontic program. Medical we spent billing. a weekend recording medical billing. You know those things that don't require. Um, a lot live patient or a lot of hands on education, uh, we were able to bring virtual. Uh, you know, yeah. and and looking at the negatives uh, of it is, I don't think I we got enough done. Right. Okay. But that's I'll I'll say that about everything. Yeah. We didn't get enough done. But I think oh, pivoting to it uh, really saved our year. Yeah. You know, economically, it it really helped us out. And I felt like we were a little late. Yeah, probably. To the virtual world. Well, we're a little late to the webinar world. Yeah. There's, there's a difference in the freebie we webinars, had webinars and real courses. Well, I mean, even the virtual courses. Yeah. I think we wanted to get it. We wanted to do it right. Yeah. And we wanted to be able to deliver where people were happy and they actually felt like they learned something, not just get something out to get it out. Yeah. Um, so I felt like we were a little late to that game. So when you say, I feel like we could have done more, maybe if we would have known this was coming we could have started earlier well you know i could have taken some of my seric education you know, all the stuff that oh I yeah do. for sure i could have put all of that i got for a little sure. lazy which will kind of come into our family part yeah <laughs> living the resort lifestyle yeah, pretty much um i mean we had weekly shows yeah. i feel like we we all, all things- I, I will say a win we were a really able to interact with a lot of people who had taken past courses yeah. and i mean there wasn't obviously there wasn't much growth during that time but i did have um one person say to me that that time that they had off that month or two that they had off was how they implemented sleep into their practice. They took the time to do all the paperwork, to change their medical history, to um, create systems, to do training for the rest of their team. They were already having one or two team members come in a day for emergencies just to keep people on payroll, but that wasn't filling the schedule. So they used that time to implement sleep. And she was like, you know, I really think this would have gotten pushed to the back burner if we didn't have this time. So she was really seeing the positives out of it, which I thought was cool because I feel like implementing it is the hardest part. It's always the hardest part. And, and sleep isn't difficult. It's just different. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very different from the everyday CE and what you're used to learning. Absolutely. It's actually the complete opposite. (laughs) Well, I think another win for 2020 was, uh, we were able to implement our first live patient program Mm -hmm. where we provide patients. Uh, let's make a quick plug for the the digital implant continuum, you know, where live patient, uh, so if you want to make 2021 the year that you finally put implant dentistry into your practice and you want to do it with a digital workflow or you're already placing implants but you want to do it digitally the digital implant continuum is a phenomenal training program 
We'll teach you with live patient and hands-on and lecture how to place implants using guided surgery, how to take digital impression and design digital restorations, and how to plan implants and fabricate guides. And we'll also teach you how to extract, graft, and do PRP, PRF. So it's a great implant program to get you started on your implant journey. Yeah. And then we also... Um, we, I mean, yeah, we've started new things. Yeah. So we started the implant. We've also started an ortho program, yeah. which will start. Well, beginning. we had the first pre one yeah. where Matt did his uh-huh. program here. And then we liked it enough to where we said, Hey, let's, let's bring it back. Come on the team. Yeah. Come Join. on the team. So, so we're excited to have our two day hands-on uh, orthodontic program where yeah. we'll focus on clear liner and straight wire bracket therapy. Yeah. Matt is a big believer in, uh, on, in multiple uh, ways of doing it. Um, so we got that. And And I think the way we've set that up is kind of one of our goals to start moving forward in 2021. Yeah. So we could talk about our goals that we plan to have. So uh, on that note, uh, one of the goals for us is to move to a hybrid model in in two ways. One is, uh, almost any time that we do a course, I want to be able to have a live stream as well. So that way people can tune in from afar and people can choose to get the VIP or best experience by coming in person. And then the other component is, is I want to dive in deeper and quicker with people when they, when they do come yeah. live. And so we want to do some virtual training, some of the, the basics, the intro. I, I hate to call it the boring part, yeah. but some of the not, not as fun part, right. uh, get some of that done virtually before people come in so that way we can really get down to business and yeah. focus on the more on, hands-on a more hands-on that's what people with want the course. i think so too yeah so you know that's that's our goal and and i know for you and me both i want to revamp uh, yeah i was just talking to mona the other night i was like i, I really want to redo the training center and uh so we came up with that we'll definitely redo some of the tech in there mm-hmm. uh we need to get all new computers we need to yeah. add some computers yeah and then I want to redo some of the uh, control systems mm-hmm. that we have yeah. uh, in there as well. So I think, um, you know, and then add in all the live streaming equipment yeah. that I've purchased. Yeah. Already paid office. for. <laughs> you know, I just need, I need Ryan to come back yeah. from fighting the fires in California <laughs> so that he can come install everything. Yeah. But overall, I'd say it wasn't a loss for a year. No, you know, certainly, definitely you challenging know, we, year. Yeah. But, different. But, it you pushed know, us in different ways yeah. that I think were good yeah. in the end. I think in in the long run, we'll look back and say this yeah. was a pivotal year for us. Yeah. yeah. Although we love having everyone come here. No, one There's no. We don't want to get rid of that at all. To that, for Absolute, sure. Absolutely it's not. It's the most fun. But we've had a little bit of it. Not what we are used to, but we've had a little bit of it. Let's get into your personal life because I feel like that also goes into it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because yes, we were traveling for courses and that kind of got cut short, but um, traveling for fun, you yeah. and your family. I yeah. Mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be cheesy with this, but, um, and I, and I say this lightly, I think um, COVID was probably a really great thing for me. Yeah. It was a blessing in disguise, yeah. I think for a lot of people. Yeah. There was certainly, there's economic challenges. Yes. There's all kinds of stuff going on with it. And, and, and I, I'm not lost in the fact that economically I'm not as hurt as many people are right. uh, from things because, you know, savings and stuff like that. But, you know, for 20 years I've been on the go. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, I, you know, remember, I think you were up there Speaking when we were talking to Liz, to, yeah. where Liz, like, I don't think people understand no. <laughs> that. Uh, when I first started at the office, which was like six years ago, you guys were still in that yeah. mode of like 
7 a.m. Sometimes I would see patients on the schedule at like 6 p.m. and no lunches. Yeah. And, I'm like, aren't these people hungry? <laughs> and, you know, I, I've been on the go for 20 yeah. years. Uh, and not just and the speaking. patient. And then it's it was the leaving at Thursday at 5 o'clock to catch a flight, getting somewhere at midnight, yeah. you know, speaking on Thursday, sometimes Saturday, and then flying back and then kind of being dead tired on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and still being a dad to three children and well, then trying to work. Questionably. <laughs> They look like me, but they're not Legally. mine. <laughs> okay, I'm not convinced they're mine. Um, you know, I've been on the go for 20 right. years. And honestly, I've been so fortunate that my wife's let me do it, that Mona's let me do it. But I didn't know any different. Mm -hmm. And then COVID brought that to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. I mean, screeching halt. And that suddenly, you started sleeping in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I used to wake up at 5 a.m., yeah. up out of bed by 5.30. And uh, now you can barely get me out by 7, 7.30. And... Um, so, so COVID has been unbelievably good for my family. Mm -hmm. um, I've spent more time with my kids. Yes. I have no choice right now. Mm -hmm. They have no choice, frankly speaking. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't traveled, uh, which is negative on the family side because yeah. we do like to take trips together. Positive on the professional side. Uh, I'm not sure how many speaking events I want to do yeah. moving forward. You know, there was a time where I was doing 32, 33 per year. Uh, you know, I, I definitely want to get out because yeah. one of the misses from the year is I miss interacting with you, the listeners. Yeah. I miss interacting with other dentists. I miss getting inspired by my friends. Right. I miss those conversations that make me say, hey, why am I not doing that? Right. And nothing online will never create that. Uh -uh. Uh, so uh, so I, I want to get out maybe six, seven times a year, uh, get out and, and continue to do some speaking. Uh, I played more golf this year than... The last five years probably combined. combined. Not as much as when I lived on the I golf course. I was going to say, and that would put you right back at when you lived on the <laughs> uh, golf course. <laughs> uh, I played more than... Oh, for sure. But you were living on the golf course yeah, five years ago. So, I, you know, I, I played more often then. But, you know, and then I'm playing with my son weekly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the other day I went and played it. I saw I took him to a tournament. I was his caddy. I made him carry I, his own bag. I heard. He told, <laughs> I mean, I was, he told me. <laughs> he said I mean, all the other dads were carrying the bag. No way. Not this one. And then last week, I just dropped him off. Yeah. And uh, so those are things that would have never happened probably right. before. Mm -mm. And so so that, that's that been fantastic. Um, and then uh, my wife, I'd love to take credit for this, but my wife put the foot down seeing how much I kind of, we, we, we bonded better mm -hmm. 20 years of 20, 21 yeah, years of marriage. Sure. It's hard to say that yeah. you know, we bond 20 years of marriage that we bonded more, but, um, we get time together every day. Yep. Um, we have a, we have a more, we so have, she was, let's say that she, let's tell everyone she was still working this whole yeah, time. Of course. Yeah. She, but she, it was a lot of virtual. So she was going in, um, like around 11, 10, yeah. 11 every day. So that gave you time in the morning. Yeah. And then I was home when she left. I was home when she got home. Yeah. Sometimes in the same spot. I was going to say, <laughs> no, we worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so she forced me to cut my schedule. Mm -hmm. um, Going back after seeing yeah, that. So I, w I, I was working seven to four, Monday, mm -hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday. And now I'm scheduled to work 10 to four. Um, you know, look, I'm still a business owner. I'm going to do what it right. takes to make sure the business does well so i'll work extra hours and december doesn't count right. we know what yeah. we're getting into there so yeah so uh you know my my big miss from covid uh i tell everybody this is if i had known how long it was going to last i would have gone somewhere okay i would have spent more time on my health uh, i would have played golf every single day 
There was a lot of unknowns during that time, though. Like, yeah. you weren't sure you should be playing golf or you should be at the club or you should not be there. We just didn't really – if we knew now what we knew then. I was kind of just enjoying being lazy. <laughs> and at home. No, I think – but I think there was a little bit of fear in yeah. it then, yeah. more so then than now. We weren't really sure of – yeah, so so from an overall perspective, COVID was a good thing. I think for yeah. my kids, it's been a not good thing. I don't think yeah, they the love. Interaction I, I don't. I think they really miss interacting with their friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they miss seeing their grandparents. Uh, I think they're tired of seeing me. Yeah, they miss uh, traveling. I think they miss going places. Yeah. You know where uh, my wife is built on going places, so yeah. I think we miss that. Um, and and for my wife, I think it's uh, – she she didn't get a COVID break. No. So, uh, yeah, she's worked – I would argue she's worked harder, harder. this year. Yeah. yeah. Than years past. But that's part of being a, in the mental health profession yeah. and the substance abuse and addiction profession. So that's that. So I think we've talked enough about uh, me. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> the thanks. 2020 recap of yeah. Tebow. Uh, to everybody, uh, I wish you guys a – uh, great holiday season and uh, a great happy new year. And thank you for being great fans of our show and being uh, fans of 3D Dentists and all that we do. Um, I want to thank you guys. And we look forward to listening and spending more time with you. We look forward to getting life back to a different normal. And uh, I hope that uh, this year we have helped you cope with what has been a hard year for many people, what has been a eye-opening year for a lot of people. And uh, we'll see you guys in 2021. Be safe uh, and stay strong. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.